Good morning, everyone. This is Father Nate, missionary priest in Italy, and thanks for joining us today, February 18th, on No Greater Delight, our podcast on Marian feasts and Marian meditations. Well, today, as usual, we have a great number of celebrations recalling Our Lady's intervention. The first stop is to Nuestra Señora del Rosario in Rota, Cádiz, Andalusia, in Spain. So it's Our Lady of the Rosary. She is the patroness of the town of Rota. It's on the Atlantic Ocean. It's a coastal town in southern Spain. Her statue, which dates all the way back to the 1500s, is in a blue-tiled chapel in the parish church of Nuestra Señora del Rosario, right? So why do we celebrate it today? Because today is not the Feast of Our Lady of the Rosary. Well, in 1807, the city council ordered the statue to be carried in procession with the statue of Christ, right? They were suffering from a severe drought, and it happened that miraculously the rains came, and saved the crops, right? The image was, image was canonically crowned on the Feast of Our Lady of the Rosary in 2003, right? We might ask ourselves, well, why was this, you know, like, since when did they have this devotion? But we know that it's at least from the 1500s, right? That's what we know for sure, because the the image is that, is at least that old. And there's been many instances where she's intervened. Like in 1709, there was a terrible, uh, <laughs> a terrible plague of uh, grasshoppers that were eating all the crops, and there was another, you know, damages were caused from uh, an invasion of the English and the Dutch. And what did they do? Well, in each time they prayed to Our Lady, the patroness of the city, and they stopped. Right. And so then it was really the big thing was that event in 1807, which took place today, February 18th. In Quetzalcoatl, in Leon, Nicaragua, they celebrate Our Lady of the Remedies, Nuestra Señora de los Remedios. Uh, they celebrate the dedication of the Church of Maria Auxiliadora de la Trinidad in Sevilla, in Andalusia, Spain. That took place in 2006. Uh, our good friend, the Abbot Orsini, tells us that they celebrate Our Lady of Laon in Reims, in France. Uh, it gives us the year 500, and it says, founded by St. Remigius. Right, so what's the story here? Well, the shrine or chapel of Our Lady of Laon was erected into a cathedral and founded by St. Remigius, the Archbishop of Reims, around the year 500, where he first, where he consecrated as his first bishop, St. Genebrand, his nephew. Right, we say that there was a many, a many number, a number of miracles that were recorded there, and among them, we read that in the year 1395. Um, there was seen on the steeple the picture of a crucifix, the wounds of which bled, right? Um, so yes, this is a very... Uh, the present cathedral, located in Léon, Picardy, France, the Léon Cathedral, or Notre-Dame-Léon, was begun in about 1155 and completed in 1235, uh, built on the foundations of an earlier church, consecrated in the year 800, um, which tells us that this is probably not the one dedicated and built by St. Remigius. That was in 500, Right? Last but not least, uh, we also celebrate Madonna delle Grazie, Our Lady of Graces, in Genoa, in Italy. Uh, so, at this town of uh, Castellaro, or on the, on, the, on the Castellaro Hill, rather, at a height of 130 meters above sea level, there is the Shrine of Our Lady of Grace, constructed on an old little pagan temple, right? So, on February 18th, 1748, um, with, uh, appearing with extraordinary splendor, Our Lady freed the city of Genoa from the Austrian soldiers that were threatening it. A very beautiful story. So again, that's what we're celebrating today throughout the world, in the Marian world, on February 18th. 
So today we're going to continue with our Marian Reflections, the Angelus Messages of Pope John Paul II, again taken from the book organized by Father David Brown. Today our Angelus Address is from September 4th, 1983, where Pope St. John Paul II spoke about Mary, Seat of Wisdom. So let's hear what the Pope has to say. We invoke the Holy Virgin as the Seat of Wisdom. But what is wisdom? Or better, who is wisdom? In some of the texts of the Old Testament, developed especially after the Babylonian exile, wisdom was identified with the law of Moses, rather than with the complex of the sacred scriptures. In those venerated books is documented the history of the Lord with his people, and therefore manifested in them is God's wisdom, that is, his plan, his thought, regarding not only Israel, but the whole of humanity and all creation. As a consequence, the wise man is the one who reads, studies the sacred books, and guards the Torah in his heart, in order to glean from it lessons for life. This loving attention to sacred history becomes more intense during the days of suffering, that is, when God's behavior seems to be enigmatic. For deeper than the sea are her thoughts, her counsels than the great abyss. That's Sirach 24:27. The pious Israelite, made wise by the teaching of the scriptures, looks to men and the world with God's point of view. Rather, living in this way, he makes very special bonds with him. He becomes a son, a brother, a friend, and a spouse of wisdom. The message of the New Testament teaches that Christ is the wisdom of God. In his person, in his words, and in his acts, the Father reveals in a definite way what his plan of salvation is. It is a plan difficult to understand since it passes through the scandal of suffering and the cross. Mary Most Holy is the seat of wisdom, since she welcomed Jesus, wisdom incarnate, into her heart and into her womb. With the fiat of the Annunciation, she agreed to serve the divine will, and wisdom made his dwelling in her, in her bosom, making her an exemplary disciple. The Virgin was blessed not so much for having nursed the Son of God, but rather for having nourished herself with the health-giving milk of the Word of God. In imitation of Mary, the heart of every believer is transformed into a dwelling place of Christ's wisdom. Similar to what happened between the true Israelite and wisdom, a mysterious form of spiritual relationship is also established between us and the Lord Jesus. The Lord Jesus himself says so. Whoever does the will of my heavenly Father is brother and sister and mother to me. May Mary guide us and help us to live our relations with Jesus the Redeemer in this way.